Hey everybody, welcome back to another week at Faith Over Fear. It is currently July 17th, so to start this week, I would like to say happy birthday to my little sister. It is her 25th birthday, and more importantly, she just gave birth to her second son, Asher Phillip, this past week. So congratulations to the Giles family, and happy birthday to my little sister. I hope it is a good one for you. This week, we're jumping into the episode. I'm calling it Tensions Are Rising. And we're going to be looking at some of the stuff that's going on throughout the country. And honestly, this is going to be more just kind of on a political front. Um, And I just want to encourage believers through this information that now more than ever is a time that we have to stand firm on the word of God and stand up. And remember our one of our first episodes about getting out of the boat. Now is the time that we have to get out and we have to face these challenges full of grace, full of truth, and let our voices be heard as a community together. So this week, like I said, we're calling it Tensions Are Rising. So as a lot of you guys know, there's a lot of things happening in our country right now. Um, Through the first, you know, 18 months of the presidency, this president has been very divisive. Um, We've not been unified. It's just people are starting to cling further and further to their beliefs and not seeing eye to eye and just shutting people out and shutting people out and just trying to, you know, if you don't agree with me, then don't talk to me kind of mentality. And I don't one, I don't think that that's a healthy mentality to have in the country, but um, I just want to go over some of the things that are causing these tensions to rise and understandably so. So getting into it, I wanted to start with just as a total population. So I've been seeing some polls um, on the president and the Biden White House approval ratings are abysmal. They're getting further and further. They're they're going further and further lower. They're just not their their disapproval ratings going higher. It's not looking good for this president. It's not looking for his presidency and his legacy of whatever it is that he's trying to accomplish. Um, honestly, nothing good. Um, and it looks like the American people are finally starting to. Um, voice their opinions on it. And so just for example, like I said, his disapproval rating is 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 high. It's getting very high. And there was a lot of polls out there that said that his approval rating were in the low to mid-30s. And in a lot of states, it was at the high 20s, low 30s, which is just abysmal. It's not a good place to be if you're the president of the United States. But I want to look at why is it like that? Why is it that this president can't get a good approval rating. Why is it that all of these things are happening? Why is it that the tensions are rising? And so obviously one of those things being some of the stuff that we've talked about in the last couple of weeks, you've got the you know Pride Month and LGBTQ plus and um, not just that movement in itself, but how hard they're pushing it and where they're pushing it. And I'll go further on that in a minute. And then also with the abortion. So as most of you know, the Supreme Court sent abortion back to the states. Well, now the president is trying to do executive orders to allow it to you know, pretty much um, force his power and force his way. And it's just not good. It's not perceived well by the people. It's not perceived well by the country. And, and, and it's, it's starting to show Um, majority of Americans, I think are not okay with a far left agenda. They're just not okay with it. We've had 18 months now of a far left radical left overhaul of our country. And I think majority of Americans are, are fed up with it and they're, they're, they're tired of it, and they're finally saying, you know what, enough is enough. And to prove it, there's, uh, like I said, there's a couple things that I want to go through, and I want to start with what happened 
um, what's happened in the last 12 months in Virginia. So you saw the Loudoun County, uh, Loudoun County schools had that big issue about the boy who said he was a girl, um, sexually assaulted a girl in the bathroom. Um, big long story. We talked about it on this podcast. I'm sure you've heard about it. Um, that was a big eye opener to parents in Loudoun County, Virginia. It was a big eye opener to parents across the country. And so what we saw a result of that is the Virginia races went all red. Governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, they all went red. They're all Republican, all conservative. And that was something that no one thought was even possible. And I'm telling you right now, it's possible when parents get involved in what's going on in our in our country and realize that this indoctrination that they're trying to push in the schools is not okay. So just in the last 12 months, so we saw that happen in Virginia. And I think that that's a big indication of what's going to happen later on this year. But it's also a big indication of what parents are seeing in the school. So you've got the, you know, a lot of these states out there, and they are mainly blue, have remained um, somewhat virtual in, in schooling. They've still, you know, some of it may be hybrid. There's a lot of stuff that happened in school through this pandemic where parents were working at home. And they were listening to some of the stuff that was happening in their classrooms. And I think a lot of parents realize that they're not just teaching your children. They're trying to indoctrinate them with values that most parents don't agree with. Most parents don't agree with teaching a five-year-old that a girl can be a boy and a boy can be a girl. That is, There's no place for that in the classroom. And parents are starting to stand up for it. I think that there are a lot of parents out there and a lot of Americans out there that are saying, you know what, this crazy idea, the way that y'all, you know, the way that the far left operates and lives and the way that they think and, and just do things. Listen, I guess do it, but just leave us alone with it. Don't put it in our kids. Don't put it into our schools. And the thing is, is they're not just stopping with all this. They're trying to push um, like drag queens teaching kids and they're trying to push the LGBTQ plus and you can be, you know, the transgenderism and just all of this nonsense into the school systems. And parents are not OK with it. And parents won't be okay with it. They will never be okay with it because they don't want their children indoctrinated. They want their children taught. And so to go further into this, a report came out today, and I saw a lot of people reporting on it. The first place I saw it was Newsmax, and then I read another article on it. It says that the New York State Public Schools have estimated losing roughly 31,000 kids, roughly 3.4% of their enrollment for the fall this year. 31,000 students, you've got a, a drop of 3.4%. They left 3.4% of their of their enrolled kids. A lot of them were going to homeschool. Some um, It said, I think, between Staten Island and Long Island, I think it said some 1,000 kids switched to Catholic schools. Um, their parents pulling their kids out. And, I, and something that the article didn't touch on, and I would love to touch more on because I've got numbers later that I'll go over this. I bet a lot of it was leaving the state. Not only are you going to homeschool them, not only are you going to swim, but there's probably been a lot of kids that aren't even in New York anymore. And they're going to a different um, a county public schools in a different state. And so I started reading some of the stuff that the parents were saying and why they left. One of the moms said the number one thing was in-person learning. She said that her kid has to, they need, they need in learning five days a week in the Catholic school they transferred to offered it. Another dad went on to say that he was an educator and worked in the education education system for a long time. He pulled his son out and was going to teach him on his own because he said that he got to a point in his life where he can. And he said that it was because they can't provide quality education. Said that they have low expectations. I don't know if a lot of you heard this, but I know 
I believe it was L.A. County and I think New, um, New York City, some of the schools, they're getting rid of a grading system because they say it's racist. They say that a grading scale is not fair to low-income families or, or, or minority kids, which is just ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So now they're trying to get rid of grading scales for kids in school. And so that's what this dad is saying. He's saying that there are low expectations in the classroom. They don't expect much from you. And he said that if they, he said if you can't provide a quality education, educate a quality education, then the school shouldn't have the kids. And that was one of the fathers in New York. And if when you kept reading down in that article, it said that New York public, New York State wasn't the only one that was having this issue. It said that Los Angeles, Miami, and Chicago were all at twenty-year lows in their enrollment. Twenty-year low in predominantly blue cities predominantly blue school systems. And there's probably, I know the media is just racking their brain. They can't understand it. Well, why? I just, I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. Well, let me tell you something. Parents just can. Parents are getting fed up with the indoctrination of the far left bullcrap in the school system. And now parents are taking it up in their own hands. Like I said, you get, you've had Loudoun County, Virginia, you've had people kicked off the school board. You had the state go red. You've got New York losing kids. You've got LA losing kids. You've got Miami losing kids. You've got Chicago losing kids. You've got all these people losing kids because they're tired of the indoctrination. They're tired of the politics. They just want a quality education for their children. And so now we're starting to see these kids leaving. And again, it goes to rising tensions in the country. Parents are getting fed up. Not only parents, but um, apparently Americans in general. Since California, and this was reported by a couple people, and yes, I saw it on Fox. That's just the article I happened to click on. There were multiple articles talking about this. California has lost some 367,000 um, residents of their population. New York is down, excuse me, 352,000. And Illinois was down 122,000 people through this presidency. And guess who picked them up? Texas is up some 170,000. Florida's up some 221,000. Arizona's up 93,000. There's a lot of reports going around right now that there are places like Pennsylvania, Kentucky, North Carolina, Florida, who are gaining Republican voter rolls on the voter rolls. So you've got all these states that are picking up Republican voters, not only from moving from outside of blue states, but from people moving over from the left to the right. So you've got all of these factors coming in, right? And like I said, I've heard um, through the Daily Wire multiple times this week that North Carolina's Republican voter rolls are up. Pennsylvania's were up. Kentucky, for the first time ever, had, I believe it was Kentucky for the first time ever, had a higher Republican voter turnout than a Democrat. Florida has closed the gap, and I think they are either up some 100,000 voters in Florida. It's happening all across the country, and it's not, and this is what the main thing I want you guys to hear about this stuff going on with all these people moving. Uh, it is not Trumpism. Stop listening to the media. Don't listen to all that bullcrap about it's Trump, 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 Trumpism. It's got nothing to do with that. Okay, it, there is a possibility. Yes, Trump does speak out for the American first plan. Yes, but people are not doing this because of Donald Trump. They're not doing it because they're Trumpettes, as they like to call them. They're doing this because they don't like the direction that this leadership is sending our country. 
I saw a poll last week that said some 82% of the population thinks that we're heading in the wrong direction. Over 80% think that we're heading in the wrong direction. And it's because we are. And for a long time, it's because we let them. But now what you're seeing is you're seeing a mass exodus of democratic strongholds. A mass exodus. Because the American people don't want it. They don't agree with it. And they're not going to continue to live a lifestyle like that. And so I want people to keep your eyes on all of this stats as we go forward, as there's an election near this year. Again, tensions are rising. Abortion. Most people are not okay with killing a baby whenever. Most people are not. Even the people who are pro-choice, they say that it, there's there's got to be a limit there somewhere. Most people who are pro-choice and say they're for it, they say that there there is a cutoff of this. Most of the times it's like 15 weeks. Some people say it's heartbeat. Some people say it's 20 weeks. But there's always a cutoff. Whether or not, as a pro-lifer, obviously I don't agree with that. But I'm saying most pro-choice people are not okay with slaughtering children at nine months, eight months, even a month after. Most people are not okay with that. They're not going to get on board with that. You know, drag queens and and or and and uh, these transgender trying to push these ide- uh, ideologies onto their children—they're not okay with it. Majority of Americans are not okay with it, and now you're seeing it through all the polls. You're seeing it through the population changes. You're seeing it through the the, the exodus of the schools. You're seeing this happen and play out. And tensions are rising. Americans are getting fed up with it. Americans are getting fed up with it, and I don't blame them. I'm right there with them. But this is what the most, and this is the most important thing that we're going to talk about on this podcast, faith over fear, is that we have to pick faith over fear in these situations. I know another thing that's um, get the tensions high is gas prices and inflation hitting an all-time, a 40-year high at 9.1%. Gas prices are still sky high. And and again, all of this stuff is getting to a, where we're just, we're getting to a, a point in this country where we're just going to explode because we can't take it all. And I get it. The t- like I said, the tensions are rising, but this is where we as believers, this is where we as the church, we mobilize. This is where we stand up and we say, you know what? We've allowed this crazy indoctrination. We've allowed this crazy social landscape in this country go too far for too long. And enough is enough. It's about it's about preserving the innocent of our children, the innocence of our children, preserving the freedoms of our country in a wholesome way with morals. We're not just going to give way to the, the worldly desires, the fleshly desires. We can't. And so as the church and, and as believers and why we're here doing this podcast, why I feel called to do this is to encourage a body of believers to stand up and stand firm on the word of God. There are people fleeing democratic strongholds right now. And I would I would be willing to bet that a lot of these people are looking for something and they don't and they just don't know what it is. And I'm telling you right now, it's Jesus. These people who are leaving these, you know, these areas like New York and Los Angeles, California, Illinois, all you know, at, those are people who are looking for change. So they made it happen. And so now it's time for the church to stand up and say, you know what? We're going to take the the moral fight back. We're going to bring forth standards and live by standards in our school systems and in our communities. And again, it's not about being mean. It's not about being rude. It's not about calling people out. It's about addressing the issues 
full of grace and full of truth. So I want to encourage you guys this week, as tensions continue to rise, get further, dive further into the Word. Dive further into prayer. Dive further into worship. Meditate on the Word. And try to do, and, and be still and listen, and try to do what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. Some of you, it might be in your home. Some of you, it might be in the school systems. Some of you, it might be in corporate America. Some of you, or maybe in the church. And maybe it's in the church that you're called to do this. But I want to encourage you guys, now is the time that we as believers have to stand up and take the fight back. The country is in need, is in need of moral savior, a moral savior, and it's Jesus. It's Jesus. Man's not going to fix anything by writing laws. Man's not going to fix anything by executive orders. But by living by the Bible's decrees and laws, that's how we fix society. That's how we make this country a better place for our children and the future of our children and our grandchildren. So I want to encourage you guys, now is the time, and I know I've said it a lot in the last couple of weeks, now is the time for believers to stand up for what is right and stand up against what is wrong, but be full of grace and full of truth. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And again, as usual, if you like what you hear, share it with your friends or family. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's not about Tyler Campbell. It's not about furthering my agenda. It's about furthering the kingdom and having an internal mindset. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>